Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. All right, today we are beginning something very special. We are going to do, finally, on the podcast, a deep dive into grammar. Now, before you switch off, let me plant a little idea in your brain. Grammar, far from being dull, boring, difficult and frustrating, can actually be fun, inspiring and empower you to move to the highest levels of language learning, the highest levels of fluency in a language. Grammar is one of those things you see that either people really don't think about all that much or else it drives them absolutely mad. And if you're part of the latter category, then you are hopefully going to get a lot from this series because I am really going to reveal over these three parts the core, the most important things that you need to know about learning grammar. But not just learning grammar, but mastering it and internalizing it in such a way that you can go out there and speak with people with accurate grammar, natural grammar, and have them think that you are the intelligent person that you are. Because that's what we all want. We don't want to be anything special. We just want to be able to communicate like intelligent adults. And that is what grammar gives you. So welcome to this three-part series. It is, of course, sponsored by italki, my longtime partners here on the podcast, the best place to connect with native speaker teachers online. So whether you want to simply jump on Skype and practice your languages for a bit, or whether you want a full professional suite of lessons with a professional teacher and all the bells and whistles, italki is the most convenient place to do that. You can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's jump into part one. This is also available on video. I've created a a great video where you can see me walking around the streets of Ljubljana and also explaining some of these concepts on slides. If you'd rather watch the video than the podcast, you can head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 285. Otherwise, sit back and relax. In 1532, the astronomer Copernicus finished writing a book in which he made a very bold claim. And that claim was that the Earth might not, in fact, be the centre of the universe, and that in fact the Earth might orbit the Sun. Now, it was a controversial claim. He was too scared to publish that book in his lifetime. And he was right to be scared because when Galileo made exactly the same claim 89 years later, he was convicted of heresy by the church and placed under house arrest for the rest of his life. Now, as I embark on this series about the most effective way to learn grammar in a foreign language, I find myself sympathizing a little bit with the plight of uh, Copernicus and uh, Galileo because in a world where grammar is taught in exactly the same way everywhere that you go through rules, exercises, textbooks, is it really possible that everybody has got it wrong? Is it really possible that the way the entire world learns grammar is actually wrong? Well, in this series I'm going to make essentially that claim. So the way you learn grammar at school, the way you were taught grammar in foreign languages, the way that you most likely learn grammar now is not just wrong, but actually holding you back from achieving the fluency that you are after in your foreign language. Now, with any luck, I will not be placed under house arrest, so I'm going to take the risk, put these ideas out into the world. Because if I'm right, 
then this is going to change the way that you think about grammar forever. Let's get into it. And make no mistake, grammar matters. Now in this series, I'm going to show you some videos of me speaking a foreign language at a lower stage and at a more advanced stage. And at the lower stages, you'll see how I'm stuck translating in my head. You'll also see how the conversation breaks down because I can't get my thoughts out confidently. But then you'll see how at a more advanced level, how I've internalized a lot of that grammar and the difference is huge. Not just in the grammar, which is obviously nice to be able to use, but in something much more important, freedom. It's freedom in the conversation to express my ideas and to talk intelligently without translating into English. It's freedom to enjoy the conversation just as much as I would in English. But in order to unlock those higher levels of fluency or simply to be able to be yourself, it's your command of grammar that will ultimately set you free or keep you trapped as a frustrated intermediate learner. You see, grammar... Grammar, 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 grammar. It doesn't need any introduction. We all know what grammar is and that it is taught a lot in the classroom. And as a result, we all believe that the way to learn grammar in a foreign language is to study it until we know it. Right? You learn the rules, you learn the exceptions to the rules, you learn the irregular verbs, and then you practice and practice and practice. You know, you get the textbooks, all those rules, you practice your verb conjugations, you learn them. I mean, after all, how else are you going to learn that grammar? But despite this universal obsession with grammar rules, what are we left with? Is it a society of language learners with excellent grammar? Uh, no. Rather, it is confusion, pain and frustration. Like this comment here. Grammar is what kills my love for language learning because I start to overthink and analyze and become overwhelmed. It makes me feel disheartened. Or this comment. The problem is I've always tried to translate Portuguese in my mind as if I'm speaking English, which really doesn't work. And it's this frustration that makes you end up choosing to just fire up the PlayStation after a long week of work instead of just working on your languages like you really want to because it's just no fun. What I'm going to offer you in this series is the Earth Goes Round the Sun version of learning grammar. I'm going to tell you how you should be doing the exact opposite of what you thought. And doing the exact opposite is how you will master grammar in the language that you're learning. And the best thing is that you can throw away your grammar books and start enjoying language learning again. Now, if you're a beginner, you're in luck because you're going to be able to avoid all the frustration that might be in store for you otherwise with grammar. If you're intermediate, well, this is going to clear up a lot of doubt and frustration around why you've been struggling with grammar and show you how to start using grammar confidently in speaking so that you can communicate more freely and intelligently with the people that you meet. And lastly, if you're advanced, well, this series will give you a deeper understanding of what you've already achieved and set you up nicely for success with your next language. Now, in order to demonstrate what I'm talking about here, I'm going to refer to my 2018 project where I learned Italian and documented all of it so that you could follow along. Because during this project, I was able to learn Italian to a very good level in just a few months, including very accurate grammar. Now, the thing is, I managed to do this 
without studying any grammar in the traditional way. The process that I used to quickly learn Italian grammar is going to be a perfect blueprint for what you should be doing. And this is what you'll learn in this series. And this is for you, whatever language you're learning, especially if it's a language where the grammar is considered to be particularly tricky, like German or Russian, for example. Take this method, use what I'm going to teach you, and you'll soon find yourself learning grammar in your target language so quickly and so naturally that you'll find that you are able to stop translating in your head, learn grammar intuitively, and transfer that to accurate, confident speaking so that you can communicate in another language like the intelligent person that you are. But all of this begins to one experience that I know you're going to be able to relate to. And it is that feeling of translating in your head. You know, when you start to say something in your target language. But what's actually in your head is the way that you're going to say that in English. English is your starting point. And rather than start with the concept as it should be in your target language, you end up doing some kind of weird linguistic contortion where you're trying to shoehorn this idea from English into the other language. And you already know that it doesn't work. What comes out of your mouth is not the grammar that a native speaker would use. It's a weird hybrid that may or may, may or may not make sense, but it sure does make you feel inadequate and rather silly. Now, I had this experience when I first started speaking Italian, and what you'll see here in this clip is me trying to make Spanish grammar work in Italian. Let's have a look. Dovevo scrive, scriverlo prima. Nunca. È spagnolo. <laughs> Now, as you can see, it doesn't work. I'm translating in my head. I'm using a Spanish word, nunca, with Spanish word order. And Martina, my teacher, is just, well, she's just sitting there smiling to herself because she's seen all of this before. So... How do you stop translating in your head? Well, here's the thing. It is not a question of just stopping. If you could just flick a switch and stop translating, well, wouldn't that be grand? <laughs> Look, you translate from English or your mother tongue. Let's just say English for now because it's easier for most people. English is the dominant reality in your brain. It is your mother tongue, after all. It's what you know. So if you're still relying on English to express your ideas in the target language, if, if translating is even happening in the first place inside your head, it's because the target language is not sufficiently in here yet. So look, your job is not to stop translating in English. That's the wrong question. Your job instead is to create a new reality for yourself in the target language. It's a new reality where the thought patterns, i.e. the grammar of the language that you're learning, become so strong in your head that English can just fade into the background. And that's when grammar just starts to sound right. That's when your brain goes straight to the grammar in the target language and just bypasses English altogether because it doesn't need it anymore. 
And that's when you can start to use that grammar naturally and deploy it whenever you want naturally in conversation. Sounds good, doesn't it? But okay, so create a new reality, he says. Sounds impressive, right? But how do you actually do that? Well, here is the Galileo moment, the bit that anyone should be scared of claiming that the Earth might not be the center of the universe. Indeed, grammar rules, memorizing grammar rules, might not be the secret of learning grammar. Learning grammar through rules might be, like the Earth, just one part of our solar system that is in turn part of a a wider galaxy and a wider universe. (laughs) Joking aside, it's not by learning rules that you're going to master grammar. It's not. I'm sorry to break it to you. Yes, I know that's how you were taught at school. Me too. Endless grammar lectures at the blackboard, these verb conjugation tables that you copy out over and over again. You remember doing that? Trying your hardest to keep all these forms separate in your head. Tried. You really tried. But despite your A grades in maths and science and other subjects, when it comes to grammar... It all just seems to end in confusion. You forget the verb tense you need. You're you're not sure if it's accusative or dative, or you use the wrong prepositions in the wrong place. Let me ask you this. What is more likely? That we're all stupid and we just can't learn grammar, or there's something wrong with the way that we're learning grammar? Yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? Think for a moment about immigrants. It's very common here in the UK or in the US or Canada to meet immigrants who speak English really, really well. They've internalized the fundamentals of English grammar to a point where, all right, it might not be perfect, but they can speak confidently and intelligently and the grammar does not hold them back. It's, you know, it's not like when you're talking to one of these guys or girls, you're sort of sitting there thinking, Oh, I understand everything he's saying, but but he got that grammar wrong and that conjugation wasn't right. But you don't care because they speak naturally and they communicate confidently. And in all my languages, I will take natural and confident any day, wouldn't you? So, question for you. Have these immigrants studied English grammar with an extensive rules-based approach? Do they attend language classes every evening, tirelessly studying rules until they perfect them. Do you think these immigrants could even explain the rules? Do you think native speakers could even explain their grammar to you? Most of the time, the answer is no. Nada. Niente. Immigrants create a new reality for themselves when they arrive in a new country. And learning grammar happens naturally when their main goal is communication and using English to communicate and to understand in their daily lives. And it's with this that we start to get a hint about how you should be learning grammar yourself. Now, the approach I'm teaching in this series doesn't require you to emigrate to another country or anything like that. In fact, the great thing about this whole approach is that you can get all the benefits of immersion in a foreign environment without going anywhere. It's also a lot less stressful and cheaper than uprooting your entire life. But you do have to understand that the way you're going to reach a natural mastery of grammar is not going to be through more and more study of rules. Although rules can definitely help. Mastery of grammar certainly does not come from 
academic methods that rely on your mother tongue, like parallel texts, which keep you translating in your head all day long. Instead, you need to spend your study time in what I call controlled immersion. Now, controlled immersion is not just watching movies or reading newspapers. Controlled immersion is immersion at your level so that you can flood your brain with language that's at a level that you can understand. Now, let's pause here because this is super important. How many times have you tried to pick up a book or watch a movie in another language? You're super excited to read it or watch the movie or whatever, and you get started, but within 10 minutes, the excitement just turns to frustration or even anger as you start to realize that you're just not understanding anything. So you turn it off, you close the book, you give up, and you go and do something else. Listen, this happens because the material is too hard. It's too hard. There's no existential reason why you can't understand that movie or read that book. And there's, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that the material is far too high above your level. So the most important thing, the most important thing about making controlled immersion work is to carefully choose that material that is just at the right level for you. When you spend your days with this material, the grammar that you find inside is up for grabs. It's there to be learned because you can deal with it. That's when the grammar of your target language starts to become so normal that you stop having to rely on English to express your ideas. Grammar in your target language becomes your new reality. You can stop translating from English. You can start to think in the new language instead. Now, in my first Italian class that I showed you earlier, I was just trapped in Spanish translation. Sp Spanish, because it, it's a language that I already know, and I was using that to translate, to get my way to Italian. But after that, after that moment, that day of the class, I carried on, and I carried on with huge amounts of controlled immersion in Italian. So that gradually, bit by bit, all the in interference and translation that I was doing from Spanish just faded away. And it gradually became replaced with a new reality in Italian. Now, within the space of a few weeks, that got me to a point where the fundamentals of Italian grammar had really become internalized. Have a look at this. in Italian it's a lot And again, this is all without studying a drop of grammar or learning a single rule. It's like the moment they discovered the sun does not go round the earth. It's hard to believe. It threatens what you've believed your whole life. But the evidence and the logic is undeniable. Now, at this point, you might be thinking, but Oli, getting exposure to my target language is not practical advice. What do I, what do, I do? What do I actually do to learn the grammar? Well, <laughs> good question. After all, you've tried reading and listening to stuff in your target language before. 
Have you not? And it's not like you just read something or listen to something and magically start internalizing the grammar like a magic spell. And that's because for this to work, you have to do it the right way. And that is what we'll be covering in the next video, is how to actually learn grammar through this method of controlled immersion. So what have we done in this video? What have you seen in this video here today? We've seen that traditional grammar study, learning with rules, memorizing rules, it's what we know and it makes logical sense to us, but it actually keeps us stuck in our own heads, translating in our minds from English when we try to use that grammar in real life. To leave translation behind and to start to use grammar naturally to communicate with the people around us confidently and without fear of mistakes, you need to follow a strategy of controlled immersion so that you can replace this English reality with a new reality in your target language. For now though, I'd like to know about your experience with grammar. Think back over all your efforts to learn grammar over the years and tell me the one word that best sums up your feelings about grammar. What one word describes how you think of grammar? Tell me that word and then tell me why. I look forward to reading your comments below and I'll see you back in the next video very soon.